Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast, the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different uh, genres, different niches, different businesses, people doing just really cool things in their space. So we talk to uh, we talk to entrepreneurs, we talk to athletes, we talk to CEOs, we talk to scientists, we talk to people that are just doing really neat things that we can take away some of the parts of their journey and, and maybe some of the tips and tricks that they're using and apply them to our own lives. And I know today is going to be one of those days we have some really cool kind of things coming out of today. Just before we jump into that, um, want to uh, remind everybody about um, Epitome Sportswear. That's one of our uh, big uh, supporters on the podcast and is a really nice alignment with what we do as well um, because they uh, take it well. Their, their motto is live life fully. So it's basically taking a look at things, not just about, um, you know, whether it's uh, working out, but it could be just being comfortable getting out and doing things out in, uh, out in the world and whether that means going on a hike with someone um, or maybe going to see your kids play at uh, the local uh, uh, arena. All of those different things, um, they try to supply apparel that makes you comfortable to do that. The other thing that they do is they give back to the community they serve as well. Um, so they are working to impact the inequities in opportunity for girls and women in sport. So um, for that reason, a portion of their profits goes directly to organizations and initiatives that support um, girls in sport. So check it out. Um, you can go through our bio and see it through there. There's a link um, or go to Epitome Sportswear, which is E-P-I-T-O-M-E sportswear.com and, and check them out. Um, so really happy to have uh, Jody Barrett with us today. She's the CEO of Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. She's a master trainer and physical therapist. She has built her practice um, through her own programs, both in person and uh, uh, online through workouts, seminars. Uh, she also certifies other trainers in it as well uh, in that practice. And her programs and workouts have been um, featured in Optimize Magazine, and she's been named a top fitness instructor by Impact Magazine. So she's done lots of really cool things. Um, so first of all, thanks very much for joining us today, Jody. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I, I think, um, you know, some people have probably seen bits and parts of your story, but I, I think it is really important to, to kind of see that you've, you've kind of delved into the um, kettlebell kickboxing thing r- relatively recently, when I say that, within the last mm-hmm. you know, few years. Um, you know, maybe just talk to us a little bit about your, your fitness kind of career and your career in general and just why the shift to that when it did happen. And, uh, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll always say I give you the Coles version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was always into fitness since I was probably a kid. You know, I was I played sports. I did the lifeguarding. I did the dancing, the teaching, all that teaching kind of was part of me since I was 14. So it's not not really surprising, but um, went off to university, got my degree and ended up getting married and having three beautiful children. And mm-hmm. I ended up staying at home for 13 years. Yeah. Like, so 
I went through a life transition where I separated and um, yeah, like, and I was still into training a lot. And I always say my shift point was one day I went to the gym and I sat on the bench and I knew I was super strong because I'd been lifting for months and months and I couldn't get off the bench. And I sat there and I stared at myself in the mirror, probably ridiculously and thought I have nothing left in the tank. So I got up, I left the gym. I went for a walk and I realized that at that point there was something that had to change internally with yeah. me. And unfortunately, fortunately, um, <laughs> depends which way you want to say, I decided that I was going, I, I left my marriage mm-hmm. and yeah. And just the evolution of everything that came with that fitness was always part of me. And that's why I bring fitness into so much into lifestyle, life training anymore is that I, it's, it saved me. It made me recognize what I needed to do and what I needed to work on. But um, ultimately that's where my shift happened. And I, I started, I actually went and I did an online auction company when I first started. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was terrible. It's a little different. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, if I ever do anything on my own, I'm like, I gotta love it because the hours you put in yeah. your own business is crazy. So so yeah, I got out of that and I just decided I'm like, I just need to be. And that was what, that's kind of my motto now with a lot of people that I, I guide through life. I'm like, sometimes yeah. you need to be, you need to be yourself, figure out what that even is and not so much stress about what you need to be, but actually just be. So wow. I did that and I got into Muay Thai training and then I got into more kettlebell and that's where I found the, the brand out of um, New York City. Mm-hmm. And I went there, I, you know, before I left to go on the plane, I asked her if she'd certified me. So I'd work for her when I got back. And she's like, that's a pretty big, big idea. And yeah. I said, well, I'm just throwing it out there. But second day out there, she decided, she goes, we'll hire you. You can go back and work for us. Mm-hmm. And seven months later, we launched the region across Canada. And it has been a journey like no other. <laughs> Yeah, well, and and you even had, I mean, because the the timing around that, I'm sure things started to really build. And then, um, you know, I mean, the pandemic has hit. And so, um, you know, how did that, first of all, affect you when things probably started to really roll nicely? And then there's there's that. How did it affect you? And and how um, uh, how have you been able to navigate that, I guess, uh, yourself? Yeah, so that was interesting because when I first launched the company, I'm from originally from a small town. So I made sure that when I launched it, I wanted an online training platform because I thought everybody should have access to training wherever they are, was my mindset like five and a half years ago. But in that five and a half years, I I kind of pushed it to the side because I got busy certifying trainers and I got, you know, busy teaching. And the day that actually they closed the studio, the gyms down here, I was actually in my new location, my, our first flagship location, yeah. <laughs> getting ready to sign the papers. <laughs> <laughs> and my phone starts to blow up and I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> now what? Now what does a person do? And I've always, you know, through this whole process, it's like you can stand still or you can move forward. And I always yeah. found standing still never accomplished anything. And regardless, if you fall on your face, at least you're moving forward and you'll figure it out as you go. So proceeded to um open up our flagship so they locked us down for three months and we yeah. when we reopened we I was like hey guess what <laughs> we yeah. got a new space to move to so um and the bonus about that too was in December before um the pandemic hit 
I actually, and I don't even know why, I don't know why at all. I, I changed my online platform. Like we went onto a different platform. So yeah. we had this new incredible online trading platform. So when they shut us down, I was like, okay, 48 hours, I'm going to get yeah. all the bells out to all my clients here. We were back up, we were online training. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So, it's easy to flick the switch where other people didn't necessarily have that ability the same Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. It was, wow. it was very, very, I was very grateful. Cause I know I had friends that were have gyms and studios. They were like, yeah. they were running into like copyright problems, right? They'd yeah. play music and then they would, they'd get shut down and we, our platform, we were able to do what pretty much wherever we wanted that way. Yeah. So it was really, really nice. We were fortunate, wow. Yeah, but it's been crazy. Well, and, and that's, I, I mean, it, it has been crazy, but it does show you that there are, um, uh, there have been a lot of opportunities that come out, have come out of some of these things as well. And, and really, that's as true. things kind of open up a little more permanently, it makes it easier because you've built those, you know, some resiliency in those systems too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll go back a little bit is that, um, you know, you, you talked about some of the, the stuff that, you know, um, were the emphasis behind you making a change in your life um, and, and kind of the role of health and fitness um, in being able to maybe deal with whether it's stress, the stressful situation part of it, but also just, um, you know, giving you something to kind of um, to hold on to that way. How, what kind of role did it play for you to be able to, um, to do, you know, make the decisions you made, but also get yourself through some of those tough times as well? Oh, I like, that's why I'm such a big believer. My kids always laugh because they're like, you always relate everything to training. Why is that? Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, like, I mean, I went through a transition where my kids, like I was a full-time mom, mm-hmm. 13 years, two yeah. kids out the door on Sunday night and I wouldn't see them for seven days. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, and I talk about, I'm like, you know, I'd walk to the door some days and I wouldn't get as far as the back entry and I'd sit on the floor you know, because it was like, it wrecked me. But Mm -hmm. the one thing that I always say was consistent was my training. And I knew that I could pick myself up and I can train. And I knew that I was still keeping myself healthy and, you know, have a mental break here and there from life. Right. Um, That's why in the kettlebell, when I picked up the kettlebell, I don't know what it was, you know, I started to swing the bell. And I always say, even today, like if I'm, you know, people meditate, they go to something that makes them feel relaxed when they're stressed. If I have a meeting and I'm stressed out, I'll go pick up a bell and I'll swing 30 mm-hmm. swings. People that know me will be like, okay, we're having a meeting, Jody, and they're good friends of mine. We're talking about this. Go swing a bell before we chat. <laughs> it just, it grounds me. And I think too, like we started since this whole process and I get to share a little bit more. We started a women's only class on Tuesdays yeah. where we yeah. train for 20 minutes, get a sweat on, then we sit down on the mats and we just talk yeah. and talk about how it's easy to do habits when you're in a bad place, like drinking, right. Mm-hmm. You know, come home and you have a drink cause you're just, you're tapped out of the day, but you know, you replace that with exercise, right. Mm-hmm. A healthy habit sometimes, you know, and same thing, exercise can be, you can go too far, right. Where you're just training all the time to, numb something but I always think if you pay attention enough to your training it'll allow you to focus on and realize what you need to do like for me like I trained a lot until that day I sat on the bench and I was like oh something's got to give yeah because I know I'm strong I can know I can press I can run I can do all this stuff but 
you have to take some time and it's balance, right? And fitness used to be, for me, it used to be running. It used to be lifting, lifting, running, do all those things. And then I realized it's part of the bigger picture. And that's why I always say to everybody, I'm like, if you want to be successful, you need to look at all of it, right? And if you train, if you can show up for your training, be consistent in your training, you can transfer that over into your everyday life too. Yeah. Have you, um, I mean, it's, it's great that you've put together these groups now and have, um, have you been able to find from, from their stories and some of the things that they're sharing, does that help you? And, you know, do you find it inspirational to be able to connect with people that way? That's, that's maybe different than the traditional way of, of doing things as well. Oh, absolutely. You always learn from people when you connect and reach out. When I teach my trainers, I always sit thankful for them because I'm like, I'm here to teach you, but I know I will learn something from you. Everybody's got something to teach, you know, someone. Um, the nice thing about the online training for us too, like as we grew that, um, I, and I got um, a couple of people down in the States. I have an ex-Navy SEAL that trains with me. I'm going to Puerto Vallarta in April with them. They're taking me down. I'm going to do mobility with them. And yeah. They're working with vets who are not like not, they're not in training anymore. They've come back home. Mm-hmm. So we're going to surf with them, going to do some mobility. But, you know, I talked to him the other day and he says that it's the same thing. We're going to it's you're going to sit around and you're going to share stories and just learn from everybody like share. It's, it's a reason why people should share, because there's yeah. you know, you think that you're all alone, but you're never not because there's always somebody. Right. Yeah. Well, and and you've you've talked about the, you know, the all the different portions of your life and, and that, you know, if you spend too much time on just one of them, that, that throws you out of balance. And um, maybe just to, how do you, how do you do that for yourself now? Because you still, you're a mom, you're, you know, you have a business, you have your own kind of fitness and exercise and all those things. How do you, how do you try to manage that yourself? Well, sometimes not very good. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I would say <laughs> most know? people are probably would answer like, that way. I would totally be lying to you if I said my transition was smooth. Um, mm-hmm. I went through a phase where, you know, I started to shift and focus on work so much because when my kids left during the week, I was so lonely for them that I was yeah. like, okay, so I'm just going to work. And then where you then you tried then I went for a walk one time when they left and I was like well I just felt terrible and then I was like okay but you've done enough work on yourself to know why am I all of a sudden wanting to go right into work instead of just sitting with it's okay to feel terrible you know you want want to sit there and feel that for long but I always said my kids I said if you're having a bad day I said set a timer 10 minutes sit in it feel it then pick yourself up and go on again because it's kind of what I had to do and we've transitioned you know like with my kids here too how with my work for a while they were like they hated it and if you probably ask them they still kind of love it too right because they're like mom used to be at stay-at-home mom would come home and she'd have cookies ready for me now she's living (laughs) in chaos so but it's it's growth and I always tell my kids I said you we wouldn't we wouldn't want to have the same relationship we had 15 years ago 10 years ago because then we're not growing right so well and and so what have you found like is there because you've went through the whole stage that some other people will look at you and think oh okay I want to do that what um, what's your, been your biggest challenge through this? Like, has it been kind of learning business? Has it been, um, you know, being able to just get through things, you know, at a difficult time? Like, what, what's been your biggest challenge so far? Uh, I think probably 
business has been huge because it's something so new to me yeah. and having, having to um, juggle all of it, you know, cause I run and own the company and I teach yeah. and now I got trainers below me at my studio here, which is great. But I think my biggest challenge was not being so hard on myself all the time. Cause I would, and just knowing that I'm learning. Right. But I would walk to work and I'd be like in my head. So a lot of internal dialogue work that I've had to do where I'd walk and I'd be like, man, that was really dumb. Why, why did I do like that kind of error? And then yeah. going back and going, well, how, how would I know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. no, no one sat down at a table with me and said, okay, Jody, here's the instructions, how you're going to run this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's been my big, biggest challenge is just, um, just, being you know not so so because I'm pretty hard on myself on stuff that I do just stepping back and going it's a learning process um you just gotta keep learning right and keep going forward yeah now did you have when you went through this process did you have um mentors or people that um you know that helped you through it did you have to do a lot of it on your own just because it is kind of a very different thing um how has that worked for you yeah like I did a lot of it on my own and I think I got to a point where not now, because I realized, you know, coming, coming out of what I came out through with my marriage, I think I was pretty stubborn for a while too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do this on my own and I'm going to show all you that. And then you're like, yeah. okay, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe you, <laughs> you realize that, you know, it's good to have a team, right. And good. I do have people that I can reach out to and they'll mentor me. It's important. I, I think everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs you people need people right and a good team to you know say bounce ideas off I got a friend she owns a uh like a gym in the not here but like we'll phone and we'll have a Sunday where we just bounce ideas back and forth because you need that right for sure yeah Yeah. and and uh, so you know when when you start I mean uh, like I know that you'll probably do goal setting with your clients but how do you approach that for yourself when you know you have a bunch of different things happening at the same time uh like are you a write down your goals kind of person or is it how how do you approach that yourself oh absolutely goals are huge I would say write them down I write them down um the ex-navy seal that I actually I flew down to South Carolina and worked with him I met him on LinkedIn I always bug him because I said man and I wrote your name on a piece of paper every day <laughs> up until this moment, right? Yeah. Uh, so I do. I have a buddy out of Calgary. Um, we we connect every six months for a year. Well, we talk between them, but we we sit down and we do like our little AGM where we'll yeah. go through all my goals. And so, again, a team that I never had before that I really find the benefit for someone who will take the time and go through those goals. But goals are huge. I always say write down write down everything because it's incredible what you will, what will come out of them, right? Once you start working towards them. Now, and how do you translate that to, because some of your clients are probably, you know, they they probably see what you've done and think, wow, like this is, you know, um, the same way you're looking at other people that maybe are further along that, that path than you. Um, How do you, how do you right size that for your clients? Like, do you, do you approach it any differently for those, those people that you're kind of working with? Uh, no, we talk about that a lot of the times about just being, you know, you got to start somewhere. I know a big thing is um, people get overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. And they get discouraged. And I'm like, it's okay to be, I wouldn't like, for an example, if I have someone new starting on the mats with me, they're not very happy. Nobody's really very happy the first couple of times because <laughs> it doesn't yeah. feel very good. But I always say to people, I said, 
remember how it feels because then you remember, right? Like number one, you can progress from that. And number two is you can look back and you can remember and go, man, do you remember that first time how terrible it was? Right. So then you just kind of put it back here in your memory bank and, you know, keep moving forward with your goals. Cause we all talk about it all the time. Just like the simple things are the big things, right? Yeah. You yeah. just stay consistent yeah. all the time. And and what do you find different? I mean, obviously you've, you've chosen, um, you know, a, 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 something that might be quite new to people with the kettlebell kickboxing piece. What, what do you find, what did you find different about it? I guess for you and, and in talking to other people who maybe haven't experienced it before, what, what is the difference for you than, than some of the other things that they can take a look at? Well, I like the idea, like that it has the cardio, the strength and the mobility tied in. And I like that you actually, you do have to think, right? Mm-hmm. And we talk yeah. about it a lot on the maxes when you come in and everyone's like, wow, that class went by so fast. And you have to think so that you forget about what's outside, right? So if you've had a bad day, it takes you a while to get yourself in it, but your mind has to connect to your body, yeah. right? You can't just pick up a bell and swing and just not have any connection because you have motion with a weight, mm-hmm. right? And then when you add in a complex, again, you're adding in, you know, the process, I guess, bringing in more of the martial arts motions where martial arts, if you take in martial arts, you have to think you don't go take a martial arts class and, you know, check your brain at the door. Right. So it's just pulling in the two. And if you've had a, you know, I just think it's a great mental break from life. So you get to come on, come in, you get to sweat, train your body, but you train your mind with it too, that it takes you away from, you know, your everyday stresses. Yeah. Yeah. And do you do, um, do you do anything from that standpoint? I mean, I know that, um, uh, you know, when we talk to um, some athletes and things like that, they, um, and, and actually a lot of people in business now are also looking at kind of mental performance and mindfulness and things like that. Um, do you, do you address any of that or, or is there anything you do yourself um, to, to kind of, you know, take, take that into account? Absolutely. So we are kind of, our motto is strong body, strong mind. Mm-hmm. So always you're always training the mind we'll do we'll do um we'll do we'll do hard challenges we call them where for 60 minutes we'll swing a kettlebell (laughs) you don't realize how many (laughs) swings you can get in 60 minutes but your mind initially you say i can't do it well then why why not and then we and then i always say well why not we're not going to swing i never said we're going to swing straight for a minute 60 seconds right but you break it down, right? So I've done, this will be year two and a half, I think. I've done 100 push-ups every day for two and a half years. Post it to my story. And people are like, why? Why do you do that? And I'm like, because I'm, I want to encourage people to, that you can do it. I don't do them all. I don't do them all at once. I'll walk my dog, you know, a little bit. I'll go down the ground. I'll do, you know, push-ups. Yeah. But you get people walk on the walking path and they'll just stop and they'll be like, wow, well, that is something, isn't it? <laughs> but <laughs> But I got, I got people that'll reach out to me and they're like, I did five pushups today and tomorrow I'll do 10. So, yeah. but it's, you're not just training your body, anybody who, an athlete or anybody who does any training, you're, you're training your mind too. Right. And I think when you can start to figure that out, I think that's when you have a, a big aha moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's very cool. And, um, do you, well, it, it maybe is, is really tied with that is that, um, resilience that's that's kind of mental resilience stuff is it is that something that um that 
is innate or do you think it can be trained? Like can, can people become more resilient through, you know, certain practices like that? If they want to be. What do you mean by that? (laughs) I think you could decide whatever you want to do. If you decide that you can't do it, likely you, you, you can't. I I've had people that said, I can't train with you because it's hard. Uh, And I used to, I used, I used to come from a place where I'd be like, oh, I would try to change their mind because I know they can't, because I know you can. And then I got a client on the mat with me. She's 74. She is incredible. She was in a car train accident. Her femur was wrapped around her body. And when I met her, she didn't know how to jump a jumping jack or a lunge or a burpee. Her burpees are her favorite thing to do now. And when I go to teach something new, because she's become a really quite close to me. I'll look over to her as if to say, what do you think? And she'll be like, well, I'll try. And just watching her through that mindset of she never says I can't. She always says, I'll try. So I think if people want to, they will. And if they don't want to, that they won't. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Um, okay. So, you know, there are lots of people that are probably listening that are thinking, okay, I, I, um, I do want to, you know, jump into something like this, or I want to kind of transform what I'm doing or, or maybe leave a situation I'm in and, and move things forward and, and do it in, in some special way. Um, do you have two or three things that are like a couple of tips on, you know, how do you, how do you push yourself forward to, to make a change like that? And uh, a couple of things I could do relatively quickly. Uh, I think, let me see. Um, My first thing I would say is go quiet with yourself. Find some quiet space, some quiet time. That's important. We always busy ourselves, especially when we're going through stuff and we never have a time to listen to what we really need to hear. Uh, And the next one I think probably is just start. However that looks or how little that looks, you don't get going forward unless you actually start. So yeah, that would be what I would suggest. That's great. It's, it's interesting. We talked to Annie Thoris' daughter at one point and asked her because um, uh, she has a gym in Iceland. And, um, yeah. and she said, it's funny because people automatically just assume that um, everyone's going to look at them when they go there and they're going to be self-conscious the whole time. And, and she's, she said the, the exact same thing. Just start and realize that people don't, aren't looking at you. They're too worried <laughs> about themselves to not to right. worry about the new people in the gym. So um, anyway, I, I, I think that's great. And, you know, I, I, if people are going to, uh, you know, try to find out more about you, what you're doing, and also um, your organization, can ha- what's the best way of doing that? Uh, you can find me just about on any social platform, uh, Instagram. So anything with Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada, I'm there. Um, and also just direct message me. Um, I'm always looking forward to connect with others and help you. So great and what we'll do is we'll put in the show notes we'll put some of those links in there too so that people can kind of get through and and uh, take a look at what you're doing but uh, again i i uh, really appreciate you taking the time you gave some some really great stuff today so so thank you for that Joey. well thank you for having me it was awesome all right well great um and everybody else if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast do that now we have awesome guests every week and uh, um, just make sure that uh, if you do that, you'll be the first to know about it. And other than that, again, thank you, Jody, And uh, thank you for listening. And we will talk again on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Big Idea underscore Big Moves. We love to hear your feedback. 
Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.